0: Start what you're good at like if you're good at video, video might be your platform. If you're good at writing, text posts might be your platform. If you're good at graphic design, like and telling stories with graphics, graphics might be your post. I think there's not any formula like
1: Welcome to Rev Your Brand, a podcast for B2B marketers who are looking to build their career through a strong personal brand. Rep Your Brand is hosted by Nick Bennett, one of LinkedIn's top voices on field marketing and personal personal branding. In each episode, Nick captures stories on how to overcome the challenges marketers face with growing their brand. So if you're a marketer looking to open doors and create opportunities that you never thought were possible, then listen in to get tangible tips and strategies to build your very own personal brand. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Rep Your Brand, a podcast for B2B marketers who are looking to build their careers through a strong personal brand. I'm Nick Bennett. This podcast is brought to you by my friends at Motion. They're a done-for-you podcasting service for scrappy marketing teams and B2B tech. The two of the nicest guys around, and the work that they do is world-class, if you've ever seen any of the assets that I've posted. You can find them at motionagency.io. And today, our guest is Daniel Murray, Senior Manager of Marketing Operations at Service Titan, someone that I talk to quite often is a friend of mine. Daniel, thanks for joining me today. I'm super excited to talk today. This is awesome. appreciate it. So I know there's lots of people who know who you are, but for everyone that is listening, give a quick little 60-second background about you for those who may not know, which obviously isn't many.
0: Yeah, actually, there's probably a lot of people who don't know who I am, but I'm Daniel Murray. I'm, like Nick said, the Senior Manager of Marketing Operations at Service Titan i post a lot of stuff on linkedin and twitter now i love marketing i have my own podcast the marketing millennials where nick was a guest on so you should check out that episode with him and yeah i'm always free to talk about marketing so you always could hit me up if you want to talk marketing or have any questions Amazing.
1: Super cool. So yeah, I'll get into it. So you and I started getting heavily active on LinkedIn around the same time last year. Maybe it was like a pandemic, like, hey, let's start something new, or at least that's what it was for me. But you're someone that I've always gone to for advice about posting early on. And even now I still bounce ideas off you all the time. So like what made you get started in posting content regularly on LinkedIn?
0: This was probably what you don't want to hear, but I'm a marketer. So like, I heard that LinkedIn had a great organic reach and I was like, oh, shoot, let me try it out. And I started trying out and then I, I actually just started loving just like sharing contact because I, what I love about social media is this conversation between people. And it became like this huge networking event. And then as I started posting more and more and more, it just started helping me learn more and helping learn from marketers so this became like this huge feedback loop that's probably accelerated my career and then I started realizing that like I just love doing this and I love marketers and I love like learning from marketers and also like sharing my knowledge about marketing so I didn't stop and I just kept pushing the metal forward and now I'm here today like just posting marketing stuff the same I did it at the start, but now I actually know what I'm doing because I, I tested a lot of different things. Yeah, that's super true.
1: And honestly, you've kind of blown past me and like, you're someone that I literally... I check out your content every single day on LinkedIn, on Twitter. We've been in a bunch of clubhouse rooms together. So do you remember the first time that you hit post on LinkedIn? Like, what was it about? Like, what was going through your mind at that time?
0: The first time I put post on LinkedIn was actually kind of a joke because I worked at a company called Chow Now and we dressed up as ghost kitchens and for halloween and we're like ghost kitchens and i work for china which is like a restaurant online delivery app so i thought it was really funny and i just shared it as my team because i didn't know like what linkedin is i was like oh should i just share this i shared that and then i was like oh it got pretty good engagement like let me start, like, doing more stuff. So I started posting. And then I'm like, oh, I got engagement again. And then, then I just kept going and going and going. And then my first couple of posts, they sucked, to be honest. Like, and some of my posts still suck. But that's social media and that's how you're learning. But I kind of just did it, like, thoughtlessly, like, just posting. And, like, but I did, and still to this day a little bit, like, had that inner, like, voice that, like, are people going to judge me or not judge me and this like the imposter syndrome that comes with it like because one thing that me and you kind of have in common is like we're not cmos we're not vps we're not founders we're not anything like that so like who's gonna listen to my voice like i'm only this like senior manager at a b2b company so that's what came to my mind at the start but now I realized anybody could do it. If I could do it and you could do it, anybody could do it. Yeah, that's literally
1: super true. And you make, you bring up a good point too, because it's like you and I like, we're not trying to sell anything on LinkedIn. You see so many people that are like, oh, I'm trying to get new leads, trying to drive business because they're expert consultants or whatever they want to call themselves. And so we do this kind of as like our side hustle. It's something that we enjoy. It's something that we feel is impactful. Do you feel that the what we post and being active on linkedin as someone that is just a not even an individual contributor because we're grinding every day we're still putting the work out there within our actual job so like do you feel like it makes a difference being someone that is working a regular full-time job and then trying to to stay active on social media on the side
0: i think it's my competitive advantage at working a job because i'm learning so much more but i also think it's my competitive advantage against people who are selling because there is this thing in like marketing in general and we talk about this all the time but like hit revenue to succeed in marketing like you can't do that if you don't to succeed in marketing but that also creates bad behavior in marketing that you have to create do things that involve more and more selling to hit your number We have that advantage because we don't have to sell anything. So all our posts are just actually like sharing our knowledge and actually caring about the audience, not saying they don't care about the audience. I know they care about the audience and they're good at it for doing that, but we don't have like this ulterior motive that like there is to sell. But I do think that like, Me and you do have an advantage in the long term because we build trust over time that we can monetize our brand, which I think like, which is something that you see is like brand takes time, brand builds trust over time, community takes time. It's not something that happens overnight. And there's this new phase in marketing, which I think is so cool. And you see it kind of with influencers, but you don't see it in the B2B space as much anymore. But build a community first and then build problems around what your community build a product around the problems your community already has instead of building a product and then trying to get community to like surround that product so i think we have a competitive advantage from not being someone who's a founder or someone who's a consultant yep absolutely i agree with
1: you there and you kind of bring up a good point so like how did you build from the first few things that you posted to the world? Like, what did you learn kind of right from the start that was important to you that you could use as kind of like fueling the fire to push forward?
0: I think literally like the basics and people think there's like this grand of thing, but the basics of being successful is being consistent Effort and effort meaning like you are actually engaging on with other people's posts, you're spending time commenting back on your posts, you're doing DMs and stuff like that, and then just providing and I don't want to say like providing whatever you want to share with the world in a a compact, valuable type of way. Those are like the basics of growing on LinkedIn, and the big thing I would say too, like. And this is a problem with a lot of marketers, a lot of people getting started on LinkedIn is they want to be everything to everybody. And you just can't do that in marketing. You can't do that in building a brand, because when someone comes to you, they want to say, like, Nick is the field marketing guy. Daniel does X, Y and Z. And that's why you see places like Starbucks so successful, because. You go to Starbucks, you know that they make great coffee. Like, you don't go to Starbucks because you want to buy their cookie, right? Like, you would go to a cookie place to go buy the cookie. So, like, you have this, like, brand where, like, you stay niche. Like, people know can attach something to you. When you go too broad, they, they don't know why they're coming to you. Like, and some people it works for some people like they're funny so they could like that's that would attach to them so they could talk about anything like some people have like crazy world views and that's what attached to them so they can do that but like most people need to stay like very niche to be able to grow an audience Yeah, totally with you there. And kind of like I mentioned before, so
1: you've always been super, super helpful resource for me when I was starting out. And even now I would come to you and be like, Hey, this is kind of what I want to talk about. Does it sound dumb to you? Like, what's the best way to get this message out there? And we would just bounce ideas off of each other. And it was incredibly helpful because you were the person that I would go to for that. And so I'm incredibly grateful for that. But I'm sure you get lots of questions now similar for from different people and I'm curious how do you handle giving advice to others that that are coming to you for things like this?
0: I think that like any advice now like I give advice to a lot of people but I think like the people that I they can come back for continually advice have built up trust with me that like they've supported my post like they've like, supported my journey. They've actually got to know me as a human being. Like, and those people I, I prioritize over other people. But yeah, I do give it, advice to a lot of people, but I think that time is ve- really valuable. So I try to limit as many people as I can to not like do that. But I don't think like ideas are cheap to me. Like, I think like I could tell you how to do something and, if you don't execute on it it doesn't really matter and that's the difference between a lot of people It's like a lot of people buy these thousand dollar courses but the reason they're not successful is they just don't know how to execute on the thousand dollar course like that's the problem like that they're having It's like we need more people who could teach people how to execute instead of more people telling people what to do yep yeah totally totally there with you and it's just like I like
1: to bring this up a good amount of times because something that, and I know you're passionate about this as well, but like something that I wish that I was taught in college or even high school was to building your personal brand or getting active on LinkedIn. Because if you think about all these college kids, and I talk to a decent amount of them, they're just like, what can I talk about? Because I don't have the experience within the workforce to be able to talk about something like, what do you wish that it was something that was taught within school when you were in college. Like what could it have done for you if you started even back then?
0: I think I could have got more jobs. I could have learned faster, but I also think the problem with college is like their main value is like the network that they have in college. So they teach you like to build, like your brand is to like network with the people on campus. Like, if I knew in college that like, and I'm an introvert. So like, if I knew in college, I can go online and start building my brand. Like it would have like accelerated my networking skills. And I and the cool thing about building a brand online is like, and the cool thing about the internet is it connects you with like me and you who live in total different States. Like we would never have met without the internet. Like it's like networking at scale. So if I had it at the early stages, I think like, things would have been easy because i could have started establishing like how i think online and people could have followed my journey online and people could have done that but i also think that like and i do also want to say this like i think a lot of people put a lot of stress on like building a personal brand online and honestly like it's not for everybody like building a brand online and i i don't want people to feel like they have to do it but like I always say like if you're gonna do anything in life do it a hundred percent or like otherwise you're gonna be upset with the results otherwise like lower your standard of like what you're trying to do online like because for me like building a personal brand for x like it's not easy and everybody wants this hack that overnight you're gonna be successful and it's not that yeah totally totally there with you and so you actually brought up an
1: interesting point being an introvert so Weirdly enough, I'm an introvert, although some people wouldn't think that, but I am not a huge fan of talking to people or, or public speaking. I've tried to get better at it because I need to do it for my job. But I'm interested in your thoughts around video versus text. And so I know you dabbled in some video content for a little bit because I saw a lot of the, the videos that you posted but the majority of what you post is text I guess this is kind of a two-fold thing so is there a reason why you prefer one over the other and I know lots of people that are just starting out feel like they want to just jump into video how do you determine what the breakdown is of what you put out there for content
0: I'll take a step back and even tell you why I do text like and Gary V says this a lot but like, like he says like he's not good at writing so videos is his medium to like get his message out. I'm not that good on camera and I I've met my flaw so like I don't put pressure on myself to go on camera instead do the things that are like writing and imagery to display my message because that's what i'm better at and i think when people start they should do what they're better at doing and then evolve into things they could slowly start doing video but i get those like it's better to get like a b plus to an A minus than it is to get a a C to a C plus. For when you start, start what you're good at. Like if you're good at video, video might be your platform. If you're good at writing, text posts might be your platform. If you're good at graphic design, like we and telling stories with graphics, graphics might be your post. I think there's not any formula like yes textbooks get more reach on LinkedIn but like that's a vanity metric like the problem with like LinkedIn is that and I do this too sometimes I boast about like how many reach I got but the thing about like LinkedIn and stuff like that and vanity metrics is like social media is a storytelling platform like and it's not a one post success platform. And if you treat it like a storytelling platform, each post layers on each other to build your story and document your evolution. If you look at it at one post, one post, one post, then the story is detached. So I think like that's the problem a lot of people have is like how best you can tell your story, use that medium to tell your story. And once you've got bigger, do stuff on the side to get better at things like i was not that good at like talking to people like on like podcasts and i just did more and more and more and now i'm a little bit better not saying as good as like some people like chris walker and stuff like that but it just takes time to like build those skills up but do what you good at first and then build the other skills up on the side
1: Yeah, that's something that I actually, for 2021, I'm trying to, or I want to try to do more video posts. Chris Walker, he was recently on this podcast as well. And so something he said is with video, you can't fake it. And with text, you can fake it. And he was getting his stuff plagiarized so much. That's why he switched to, to all video. And that's all he does, which has made him super successful. And so it kind of brings me to my next question where you've got over 27,000 followers on LinkedIn. I don't even know what your Twitter number is. The last time I checked, it was over 4,000 easy. I mean, who knows? It could be by 10,000 by now. (laughs) But the growth that you've seen is through the roof. And I was curious about what's attributed to the success in such a short period of time, because I've also seen a decent increase, not these types of numbers at all, but we both have A good amount of success in such a short period of time what's attributed that success for you
0: consistency and effort the easiest term but i also think like another thing that that i do very well is i i consume a lot of stuff like i consume and i always say like you need to have the dots to be able to connect them you need to have consumption to be able to put to write so I consume a lot of things to be able to have good content. Cause now like read good ideas to have good ideas. Like you have to have good inputs to have good outputs. So it's like that thing. But I think like what separates me and you and a lot of other people is just like that we actually dedicate more than we want on the time aspect to growing our brand we respond to comments we comment on other things we get on podcasts like this we we're on clubhouse we're doing all these things to grow our brand and i think the people that aren't successful that think you just can go there post leave for the rest of the day and you're done and then go back and post the next day like no that's not like you need to spend like two to three hours on the platform maybe two hours don't be too excessive but like you need to understand the platform, like, and the platforms, what things about platforms, they're ever changing. So if you're not always up to date about platforms, you are just going to fall behind. And last point I would say is like, always watch and listen what other people are doing. They're good in your space because if you reverse engineer what they're doing, like you could be successful as well and also stay up in trends. So that's another thing I would add to that. Yep definitely agree with you there.
1: And you make a good point about like the time that you put into the platform. And so obviously, you're active on LinkedIn, Twitter and Clubhouse recently as well, kind of same for me. How have you determine where to spend your time. Like do you time block how much time you're putting into each of those platforms every day? Because like I know I've been trying to like block off time for like clubhouse things. I've been trying to block off time for like LinkedIn things. And like I always have it running in the background but sometimes we're in meetings. Like we are working full time jobs. Like so how do you determine where to spend your time?
0: Yeah, so at first I say like double down on a platform. So like I doubled down on LinkedIn, learned the platform, learned to deeply understand it now. So once I did that, I spent a lot of time there and I what I did is like in the morning I would post so I can have a bunch of time to respond before I get to work. I would have lunch time where I would sp- respond and then after work I would respond. Like so instead of Netflix, I replaced it with like responding on like LinkedIn and doing that stuff. Then Once I reached a a pinnacle on LinkedIn where I knew what I was doing, I started podcasting. And podcasting was really a way for me to like talk to marketers that are smart to even get more content for my LinkedIn. And then once I got comfortable with podcasting, then I was like, okay, Twitter, I see a lot of marketers. Twitter marketing, Twitter's great. I've been watching it for a while. Like, Let me start testing what I've been watching. So then I decided like two months ago to start doing twitter so now what i do is like i spend less time on linkedin and it probably could tell that because i'm not growing as fast as i used to and i'm not posting as much as and i'm not engaging as much as i used to but like i'm one person so i now i'm like dedicated more time to twitter and less time to linkedin but i'm still like I know it works on LinkedIn so I can have like this like machine going while I go but I do still spend time reading everybody's comments like reading things like that. I just don't get that active and LinkedIn is very poor on feed quality so like the content I see there sometimes is not like what I want to be seeing so it's hard to spend more than enough time on LinkedIn now. Yeah, I hear you for sure. So
1: some people say personal brands about adding value and lots of people say, what does adding value even mean? So this doesn't offer someone tactical advice. What does adding value mean if you're a marketer that's like looking to get started building their
0: personal brand? I think it's like adding something in their feed that is what they were coming on that platform to look for already. Like when you think of like LinkedIn, right? Like people are coming to get to network, to find a job, get advice, learn from other people who are the same as them. So if you give them that you're like, will be successful on the platform. Like every platform has rules like to add that value. So like Ross Simmons says, like he separates, he's, he thinks of it like this. Like if your content is entertaining, it's engaging and it's what's the last one? Entertaining, engaging, and educational. It will probably will succeed because those are the three pillars that the three E's that will help you in a platform. So, value to me is means like you're not being disruptive. You're just fitting your place in the feed that adds something to their day instead of takes away from their day. Yeah, I agree with you. It's like
1: there's this probably like I would say ten to twenty. Marketers that I usually focus on that are kind of like the ones that I always engage with their content just because it's something that I know I'll always get value out of it. And anything outside of that, I'll try to jump in and like comment if I have additional insights. But like, I'm not the type of person that will just throw an emoji and something. Unless it's someone that I know and like, it's more of like, hey, fun. But if it's someone that like I actually want to learn from or something, I try to think of something insightful to say, and then it kind of brings me to like the, the podcast. So you have an amazing podcast that you mentioned earlier, the Marketing Millennials. I was grateful enough to be a guest on there. And so how has building your personal brand also benefited your podcast? Do you think that having a podcast is beneficial in building your brand? Or do you think that it's just another channel that you kind of look at as a content distribution platform piece or play?
0: So I would say like it's not needed, but it definitely is highly beneficial. And I give you two reasons and i actually said this on clubhouse with eric Sue's room where i said to, like how do you learn marketing and i said that one of the things that i've discovered that accelerated my learning is that starting a podcast where i can bring the greatest marketing minds and have 45 minutes with them uninterrupted you can't do that nobody's just going to say like get on a call to pick your brain like unless like and especially like these highly marketers are like really busy so what it did for me is like one it created like this network of like great marketers and two like i get to pick the best marketers brain so it's helped my personal brand in the sense like i built connections with like great marketers and i've learned from them and i'm using my brand to also bring them up and i think one thing that's the other thing i would say to you is like and you do this really well there's enough success in the world to help other people like help other marketers like there's enough business out there to do that so like anytime you can bring up someone who's another marketer or someone in your space like do it and that's what i feel like podcasting does like i'm bringing up people in the space that like voice should be heard i mean they probably some of them have voices already that are crazy but like it just helping people like other marketers is a way to like also help build your personal brand so i think podcasting has definitely been like something that has helped me learn faster as a marketer yeah same here for sure and this is actually I had
1: originally one called the revenue podcast which was great it was all about revenue I was learning a ton and then you know I've realized that personal brand is so important although some people don't like to admit it I think it it is and so I think in 2021 you're going to see a lot more people do it and so like that's why I started this podcast and like I've learned from so many people so far, like just beneficial things that I haven't even thought of. And like, I feel like I'm pretty decent at what I do, but like, there's always like, just from talking to you and others, like Chris Walker, Andreas, he's like giving me tips that like, I didn't think of that, like I've been implementing in, in what I do every day. And what's kind of the source for your your content, like your inspiration, I should say, like you post different things from lists to, you know, images to just different thoughts like do you have any specific workflows do you keep notes like where your ideas is stored
0: yeah if you look at the notes in my phone like it's messy but i it's everything everything every conversation i have every like lesson i learn, i write it down like in in my notes and that inspires a lot of my content i also say a lot of things that inspire my content that a lot of people don't do is like I read what other people like comments on other people's posts and like it informs a lot of like what I, I want to post about. And also what it will do is like make me learn more about that, that topic that they want to like learn more. So what, like, if someone says like, like social listening is the net, a lot of people are talking about social listening. I write a post about that because a lot of people are talking about that. I want to learn more about that. Like personal brand is something that people want to learn more about. I think people want to learn it because it's a fancy term, but like really personal brand is like your reputation, like online to me. So it's like, if you just reframed it to people that like helping build your reputation and helping what people say about you when they're not in the room and like helping drive when employers are looking for you, like you are, you come up in the top searches, like they, they can see how you think they could see like, your connections you have like you reframe the conversation of saying like it's a reputation you're building a reputation online like it's different than like a personal brand so yeah I think like for me like I just consume a lot like I actually am passionate about consuming marketing stuff like I I spend my like free time like reading marketing stuff like I like listen to marketing podcasts because I'm always trying to be better at marketing I want to be like the best marketer I can be. So like I spend time extra time doing it, and that's what it forms a lot of my content. It's not really like I don't spend a lot of time thinking of it because I also say to people that that like, if you think about like this, like there is no like really original idea out there. Ideas are just taking two obsolete ideas and connecting them. So like that's why when you consume, like you can take, something from history and connected with marketing and whoa like now there's a huge idea like you could take two marketing ideas that are obsolete and bring them together that's why you need to consume like and i always tell people like consume 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 if you want to keep producing good content yeah yeah i totally agree with
1: you and that's honestly i consume most of my content through podcasts and linkedin and twitter i guess as well and it's just it's something but it's like you know I wrote a post maybe a couple months ago, but I was like, does personal brand eco reputation and lots of people kind of chimed in on it. it. It was surprisingly very split. And so like my thought is like personal brand is the way that you want to be perceived and reputation is the way that others think you're perceived kind of. And that's like the way that I've always think of it. I think that they go hand in hand and I think that you can blend the two together, but and I know you just kind of like mentioned this a little bit, but do you think that they are equal to each other or do you think that they kind of run in
0: parallel with each other? I think personal brand is like what you want people to attach to your name. Like reputation could be things that, the difference is reputation can also be things that you do offline with like other people. And the thing is like, personal brand usually like is attached with I do say like personal brand is more than like just your job but it is highly attached to like like where you want to be in your career and stuff like that so like reputation is like stuff that like also is like not like things in your career like I think like reputation is like who you are as a person like outside of like your your other jobs, like what your close knit community thinks of you and stuff like that. But like personal brand is like what you're like the people that you actually want people like like your community that you want to think about you. Like when Nick Bennett walks in a room, they're like in a networking event they're like, Oh, that's field marketing, Nick Bennett. Like they're not gonna be like, Who's Nick Bennett? What's he doing? Like and you can control the conversation that way. Like If you don't do it online, like, what will happen is, like, this could happen, and I don't know, it's probably happened before, It's like, they might have worked with you, and they'd be like, hey, oh, yeah, Nick Bennett did this to me back in the day, and I did this, and and someone could be like, actually, no, he's been helping me a lot, look at what he's doing online, look at how much values for helping people, like, you could help control conversations that you don't, that happen in, like, rooms that you're not in, and that's what I think is the highly valuable thing about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree with you. And so I think we're coming up on time and I wanted to ask you kind of one final question that I think is important for a lot of B2B marketers specifically that are listen to this is, do you have any kind of final parting words for anyone that wants to start creating their personal brand today?
0: I would say don't overthink it and just start. I think too many people overthink it. And like the beauty of social media is that if you post and nobody sees it, nobody sees it. And if you post and a lot of people see it, a lot of people see it. So like you could fail a lot on social media more than other platforms and still succeed. So just start and start learning who you want to be. And if you don't want to start posting, like just start engaging in other conversations, meaning like comment on other people. Cause this is LinkedIn social platforms are conversations. Like they basically like conversations with people who you want to have conversations with so like just go start having conversations and build that muscle because i think like you would not like your first time in the gym is always going to be hard like if you've never worked out and i told you to go run a mile you'll be dead tired but if you did it for like six months and trained to run a mile you probably could start doing it so easily that and you'll start going faster and faster and faster and build up like that resistance so it's like when you start like you really have like this compounding effect of getting better each day like every day you don't start you don't get better so i just say just start and start compounding like it's an investment like investing right they tell you to start early because if you invest 20 bucks today, it starts compounding over and over. And that compounding of it, if you waited a year, you lost a year of compounding interest. And that's like personal brands too. You lose a year, a day, or two, a month, three months of compounding interest if you don't start today.
1: Yep. Yeah, man. I love it.
0: I couldn't agree more with you. And so
1: lastly, where can people go to learn more about yourself, the marketing millennials, anything else you want to plug, feel free
0: yeah anybody could follow me on linkedin my backslash is daniel Mar- murray marketing if you go find me or just search daniel murray twitter it's deemer 68 i never changed it because like daniel murray is a popular name so but i just stuck with it because like it's part of me now and then the marketing millennials podcast is on spotify apple podcasts all over like if you want to learn from the best marketers like nick and stuff like that like it's just very tactical podcast from like the best marketers so if you want to you can go subscribe there but feel free to always dm me if you have any questions my dms are always open on linkedin nice nice appreciate
1: it man so i really appreciate you spending some time with us today it was great having you on to rep your brand i'm sure we'll be talking to you soon Thank you for listening to Rep Your Brand. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And if you learned something new today, it'd be great if you left us a review. We'll catch you next time.